Amigos and amigas, welcome back to another episode of Confidence a Toda Madre, the podcast with your host, Sylvia Brands. And again, you know me. And if you're new here, thank you for being here. If you've been with us for a minute, you already know what I'm about to say. My name is Sylvia Brands, and I'm your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life a toda madre. And we're back at it. Guys, January 9th, 2024. I am truly recording this episode right before I need to pick up my son because I recorded this yesterday and then for some reason the file would not upload. So I know I'm a day late, but again, done is better than nothing. So here we are. Guys, I'm a little bit going to pour my heart out on this episode because I can feel so much of this similar energy that everyone is putting out. And and I want that for you too. 2024 is truly your year. And I know that you're like, this girl is crazy. She doesn't even know who's listening to this right now. Like she don't know me. She don't, she don't know that I'm actually listening to her right now. But the thing is, is that even if I don't know directly who it is, I know for real, for real in my heart. And I believe you that 2024 is your year. I believe you when you say that to yourself. I believe you when you wrote that down in your journal or on a post-it or that you told that to your homegirl or that you texted it to somebody I really believe you that 2024 is your year. And the reason why I believe you is because I have continued to see on TikTok and on Instagram, I have continued to say to see so much content around like, and I don't even want to call it content. Like I just really genuinely see people sharing their message, like sharing their truth about how 2023 was a year where they decided to try new things or hang out with different people or be in different spaces that that they that they thought would work out for them and in a lot of those ways it was like oh we were trying to fit in we wanted to find a belonging we wa- we wanted to try something specific and I speak on this a lot is that a lot of times though, in order to belong, in order to fit in a space, in order to really click with certain people or find yourself like with the ability to show up, you have to minimize who you are or you have to abandon yourself for a bigger cause. You have to abandon your wants and your needs for those people, that group Uh, that specific friendship, that specific romantic relationship, that relationship in general. And I want you to think about all of these things, like your jobs, your roles, your functions. Think about all of the ways that you have self-abandoned yourself in order to tell yourself later, oh, well, it served for a bigger, it it served for a bigger purpose. Or it's okay, like I know that's going to benefit me later. Or it's cool, like I know it's going to come back to me. Or like it's fine, like... I know that I did the right thing. And I believe you when you say 2024 is my year because I am not going to be in spaces anymore anymore where I'm waiting for someone to pick me. I'm not waiting anymore to, for somebody to choose me. I'm not waiting anymore to be in a space que me toque. That is my turn. I believe you. 
I believe you that you're tired. I believe you that you got hurt. I believe you that you got wounded. I believe you that it feels a little unsafe, but it's better to feel this way than to still actively be trying to grow in a space that wasn't for you. So I believe you. I believe you that 2024 is your year. And I believe you that you're going to move differently because you're tired. You're exhausted. You will not return to the places that didn't nourish you, that didn't grow you. And I, again, I want, I want us all to take accountability and responsibility here. That requires a two-way street. Any relationship requires a two-way street. But I believe you that we're done with one-sided relationships. I believe you that you want to clean house on your social media. I believe you that you want to clean house in the relationships that you totally hold time and space for. And I believe you that you want to grow somewhere else. And that's okay. Because just like a plant, guess what? You can be repotted in a different pot. A plant can move and be repotted in a different space and continue to grow. And I believe you. And I know that 2024 is your year. So with that being said, I really want to get into today's episode. And I did a whole post on it on Instagram and calling myself that I am the anti-goal. And then we're going to expand on that even more. But the reason why I wanted to talk about that is that because I I saw the trend, right? Everybody's doing their ins and outs. But and everybody's, again, continuously doing like goals and all of this stuff. But here's the thing. Another thing that I saw is that a lot of the body healers and a lot of the people like in the wellness space who just like really are intuitive people, a lot of people came out and was like, you know, I don't set, I don't set goals till March. I don't start doing things till March. And that's fine. And I really actually really love that. And I I admire that. And I, as a matter of fact, I took some of those things for me. But one of the things that you will always see me doing in January is holding a vision board workshop. Like I, this is going to be my fourth annual vision board experience. And the reason why I do this is because I give people the opportunity to dream. I teach people to cultivate their vision. I teach people what it's going to take to emphasize more of the needs that they, that they need. And truly identify what a need is versus a want. Because let me tell you, I get on TikTok, I get on IG, consumption is at an all-time high. And listen, I know all y'all saw the Stanley Cup content. And if you're one of those girlies, I ain't even mad at you. I'm not. That's a cute-ass cup. Okay, I'm not here to hate on nobody. But that's just my example to to share with you, to show you that consumption is at an all-time high. And not moving towards our purpose continue, continues to still be stagnant and like always, always data. I didn't look up the percentage before this, but people pivoting toward their purpose like is necessary. Yet it's the thing we don't take action on. And this vision board workshop gives people the opportunity to do so. Now, if you're local to Arizona, shameless plug, I want to invite you to the vision board experience. 
explore and soar in 24 this saturday january 13th at 10 a.m here in levine arizona the link is in my bio on my ig and i think my link tree is on tiktok but again i keep having this conversation with different people about just like different things that i want to do different things that like i would like to learn because again i am the anti-goal and i I'm going to explain why, because I know that that like really can turn people off or really people can be like, oh, my God, but goals are necessary or whatever. That's fine. Let's have it. Let's have a conversation about it. I am the anti-goal because a goal for me. Well, I'm a, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to I'm going to be a little bold. I'm going to be a little bossy and saucy. Truly, truly, a goal is only something that you can track progress on. That's why a goal is used a lot for numerical factors. A goal is used a lot when you're trying to hit money goal. A goal is used when you're trying to save a certain amount. A goal is used when you can literally track it by percentages and numbers and like that you can visually see it, correct? That's why a lot of times people do like weight loss goals. That's why people like do the little, um, it's like a body scan for like, your body mass and etc all of those things why because that's something that's trackable because it's backed up by numbers so that you can see the progress okay because a lot of things in our life cannot be tracked like that a lot of things in our life that matter cannot be tracked by a goal set up by a numerical system And as a matter of fact, in our society today, today, in today's society, we belong to a system that has always taught us that you need accomplishments, you need certifications, you need to have something to show in order to know that you've arrived to a specific milestone, And I'm going to use myself as a perfect example of this, okay? I grew up textbook Latina. If you've followed me long enough, you'd know the story of my life, okay? And if not, I encourage you to go back a couple episodes and maybe hop around. If you really want to get crazy, listen to I Got Sued at 24 episode. Um, Hop around. Feel free. Get to know me. You know, like, what's your name? What's your sign? But you will know I grew up textbook Latina, You know, I, and again, this is not a blame or shame to my parents, but I grew up textbook Latina. A lot of knows, a lot of us know what that experience is. I did everything my parents wanted because I wanted their approval. I wanted their gratification. I did everything right because that's what a girl, good girl does. I, you know, yo te mando. And I was like, okay. Senora, mande, you know, like, because that's what you do in this, in this household. That's what you did in our culture, right? Um, Calladita te ves mas bonita. Always, always. I grew up in a house where truly my hair, curly hair was bad and unruly and not so like, not so great. And again, that's just a part of who I grew up to be. Guilt and shame should have been my middle name. I was the biggest people pleaser in the whole world. And again, the system told my parents that I'm supposed to grow up and do everything right and go to school and get a degree 
and be out in the workforce and then be at the place of business until I needed to retire because out of college, listen, you was just supposed to be on and popping. Okay. So what did I do? Guess what? I did exactly that. I did exactly that. I did exactly what my parents told me to do. I went and I got a degree and I can honestly tell you with my whole chest that I went and got a degree from my parents. Now, and, and, and we can go to percentages. Do I, did I love speech? And again, I'm, I should say this too. I'm a speech therapist by trade. Um, did I love it? Yes. Do I love the kids? 100%. Do I love being the person who was like an actual therapist? Yes. I loved it. My heart was in the game and I was a good ass motherfucking therapist as well. Now, was that what I was supposed to do? No. But again, in our households, in our culture, the only thing that a lot of people in our families know to do is show scared support. Echale ganas. Tú puedes. Si se puede. Echale mija. Like all of the things that are like cheering you on. Go girl. You and ugh, you got this. I fucking hate that. Because people tell you, you got this when you're like literally so stressed out or you're, you just finished crying and then they're like, but you got this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I literally hate when people say that because it's literally right after you had a mental breakdown or you're like in the midst of crying and they're like, but you got this girl. No, I fucking don't. No, I fucking don't. At this exact moment, it does not feel like I have shit. I don't have a paper. Okay. And I went to school. I became the speech therapist and again, that is a part of my testimony is that I became the speech therapist and I almost lost it all. Why? Because of my people pleasing tendencies. And that's why I tell you that the self-work is so necessary because if you don't handle it, if you don't deal with it, if you don't befriend yourself, these are things that are going to continuously come up in your life continuously why because we are so good at avoiding we are so good at at um minimizing it we are so good at putting it in a bottle and putting it all the way and if you've been following me and did creep into confidence um i have this whole haunted house analogy and that's what we do we put it away in a haunted house and we refuse to visit because it is the most terrifying thing to actually come to terms with the fact that you have to face yourself. Okay. So back to where I was going, I went to school, I did the thing and guess what? I graduated and I hit the goal. I hit the goal for my parents. I had made it for me for about six months. I was like, "Woo, we here. And then guess what? Or no, not even six months, guys. I think I was just like happy at my job for like six months, which I was happy for a very, very long time. That sounds bad. But guess what? Once I hit that goal, guess what? My brain was telling me like, okay, well then what's next? What's next? And that's the thing that goals commit us to do. It makes you earn your worth over and over and over and over and over again. 
So when people come to me or they're at the top of the year and they're like, yo, I'm gonna have a goal for this. And they come up with this grocery list of goals. I even say, I said, oh, you know what? You're a little goal drunk. Because this is the system that has been set up for us to continuously earn our worth by the things that we achieve, by the things that we accomplish, by the things that we meet. Criteria that is set before us to deem us worthy. And the thing is, your worth is already there. You are already equipped with your worth. However, you have not handled the, all of the other things that are in your way to let you see that. Okay. Because guess what? <laughs> your girl's a self-trust and confidence coach. Where's she at with the speech therapy? She not. So if a degree made me worthy, guess what? I'd be really struggling right now. It would probably fuck me up a little bit brain-wise to be like, oh, but I thought I was worthy with that. But what a game changer it is to step off that wheel and to be like, oh, my worth is in my purpose and how I'm truly anointed to serve. And what I'm truly supposed to do and how I'm actively using my gifts. Okay. And I used another here. I'm going to give you guys another couple of examples of why I'm anti-goal. I even said, um, I even used the example like of the degree, right? Let me, let me break that down in just like regular, broader terms. Anybody could say, I'm going to go back to school and that's great. So they could say like, okay, I want a degree. That's the goal. Correct. But here's what I want you to identify. Who will you become? in obtaining that goal, okay? Because so many times we black out and we're just like the goal, the goal, the goal, the goal that you don't ever take the time to realize or even celebrate yourself in the process of, okay, while I was in school, I became a student. I became a scholar. I learned to study. I learned different things about my scope of practice that I'm going to be using out in the field, or were you just blinders on, let me get this motherfucking goal, let me get this motherfucking paper. And then you get the paper and then you say, what's next 12 more times? Do you see why the goal leads you to be like, ah, I did it, I'm worthy, I can be celebrated versus not recognizing or celebrating the journey that it took to get there. And that's why I'm so anti-goal because you don't need to earn your worth. You can be celebrated along the way. Your journey deserves it. You deserve that from you. Now, here's another example. Let's say purchasing a car. Purchasing a car, right? You just say the goal is get a car, get a car, get a car, get a car, get a car. Guess what? The goal, the physical goal that everyone gets to see and everybody's like, ay, que bonito, que nice, wow, you're so cool, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Nobody got to see how you learn to manage your money. Guess what? No one got to see you clean up your credit score. Guess what? No one got to see how you learned to save money or to use different or to shop around for different deals or different um, 
offers that people had. Maybe, maybe they have like a first time. I remember when I got my car, it was like a first time, like student graduating deal or whatever. Do you see what I mean? But again, no one celebrates the fact that you, you, you're set up. You, you save the money. You learn to manage things. La 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 la. And then you have, you have a car. That's like the cherry on top, but you did so much work prior. However, when people focus just on car, 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 they don't care. They didn't, maybe, again, maybe they didn't learn any skills. Maybe they truly just blacked out for six months to a year and was like, my, the car is what I'm doing. Guess what? And then you revert back to your old self, mismanaging money, doing whatever, la, 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 because you didn't make a decision in who you were becoming. You just said, I just want that specific thing because a car makes me worthy. So you didn't let the process affect who you became because you were just like, no, no, no. I just want the physical attribute that comes. And that's what goals do. Goals will have you black out from the process only to want the end outcome. And I'm, I, I mean, I don't know about you and I know you're hearing me right now, but I don't know about you, but that seems kind of like a disservice. It seems a disservice to yourself and everyone around you and everyone in your circle. And again, of all of the good things and blessings coming your way that you black out and do not accept or step into the version that this process is trying to teach you. Do I make myself clear? So I want you to step back from goals. Just try it. Try it. Just try it. Step back from goals and set intentions. Set intentions on what you want to learn. What your growth is going to be this year. How would you like to expand? Like, where would you like to create its expansiveness? What are you asking for? And this is the thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this on Saturday, obviously, but I'm going to create content around this as well. Let me tell you something as well. A lot of times people make a grocery list of the goals, right? You, you want the physical end game. You want the specific attribute, right? You want the certification. You want the specific thing, which again, it is okay to want, but don't forget the journey and the process. And a lot of times we also don't think about who we are right now. A lot of times people at the top of the year are like, okay, fresh start. Like all brand new, we are working from the ground up. Instead of valuing what you learned in 2023 and stacking on top of that, recognizing your strengths and the things that you already are just like your gifts and the things that you're already so good and familiar with and stacking on top of that instead of starting from ground zero. Now, do I know that it's necessary to start from ground zero sometimes? Yeah, but a lot of times it's not necessary. 
So when it's the top of the year, people make a grocery list of goals just because it looks nice, because it's aesthetically pleasing, because that's what everyone else is doing. It is born out of comparison and wow, out of an outline of what we're supposed to do. Instead of what you should be doing. Supposed to is set by others. Should do is what you literally tell yourself every day when you drive into the shitty job you don't like, when you keep telling yourself when you lay in bed at night, like, damn, I should have started that thing. Your shoulds are loud, but you just like shut them up somehow. Every time. It's crazy. It's crazy. And here's the thing. At the top of the year as well, you mimic a list put on by other people. Your tia, what your parents have said to you in the past, etc. And I know it might come from a good place, but you never stop to ask yourself, what do I want? What is my purpose? What are my gifts? And so a lot of times when people make these lists, they ask for specific things. But here's the kicker. They ask without the audacity. And you know what that's like? That's like ordering from DoorDash And like when you order from DoorDash, you know exactly what you're ordering. You're like, let me get on the website. Let me order this food and like beep, bop, bop. Like it'll be here in 20 minutes. You are never, you are never like, oh, well, I think I want a cheeseburger and I think I want some fries. And like, well, if they have it, I'll take a Sprite. And oh, and I hope it gets here. That would be great. You would be pissed if you paid for something and you're like, I hope it makes it. What the fuck? What kind of energy is that? But that's what you do. That's what a lot of us do. We're unsure about our wants even because we never take the time to really sit down and look at this. And this is what we do inside the vision board experience. I want you to get so clear and have the audacity to really ask of things. And maybe you, maybe you pray to God or maybe you pray to the universe and you're allowed to do whatever you want. And I want you to know that you need to truly say it with some conviction. Because Not only is God in the universe like, what was that? What'd you say? Can you speak up? Your brain and you don't believe you. And that's the self-trust part. And that's what we're cultivating Saturday. But that's what I want for you this year, 2024. I want you to explore who you are and what you need in order to soar the rest of the year. My name is Sylvia Brands, and I'm your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life at la madre. But y'all, it's time. A chingarle with goodness, okay?
see you on the next track.